0: can't go to the top of what you and it's like God see that shit like he just get to letting people reveal their true colors and like they real self like then the crazy part about it is you really be fucking with folks then it be crazy like you be fucked up when they really have to, you really have to say bad to their ass yeah. We was solid as a rock But bout that paper Hit the custom hoes It was fucked The world with deal But now I'm just like Fuck them hoes Catch one of them bitches Now no doubt I probably up that hoe And it really makes me mad Because I really love them hoes We ain't even fall out We just don't talk What the decent about Now you hangin' with the hoes And so we be talkin' shit about Stop fucking with that nigga Deep got up on that weird shit But I ain't
1: Yo, 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 man, what's good? It's your boy Jay Banner here for another Epi for Cushion Coffee podcast, man. Today, I've got my girl, the real Bria. Say what's up. Yeah. What's good? What's good? What's <laughs> Shout out to you for coming through, man. Fucking with your boy Andre on uh, Cushion Coffee. Anytime, anytime. I know you don't smoke, but thank you for your presence. It's okay though. Yeah, he's still sipping with me. Yeah. So let them uh, explain a little bit about yourself before we get into it
0: let's see all right we're gonna start off with where i'm from i'm from the east side of chicago i grew up on muskegon 88 from muskegon um i'm from the hood i I came from out the hood though okay so i'm in radio now um my mom's Mexican. my dad's black so I, i grew up like in this weird kind of world yeah it's like you got to either listen to this type of music or this type of music you don't
1: really have to well,
0: growing up you did oh which like friends in my, in my household <laughs> trying to pick out friends and like family it's like all right do i want to listen to this with my cousins because my cousins wanted to dance by but i actually wanted to like be in the hip-hop field yeah, yeah yeah so once i figured out my lane and who i was once i got to high school i think that's when i knew like i wanted to do modeling and radio and just talking so once that happened, I think I kind of just left everybody alone. So yeah. I don't mess with my family anymore.
1: <laughs> like they, your real tight family? Yeah. My, I mean, just for, for like beefing problems or just yeah, like not everything. Just arrogant problems. Yeah. People just being you know, judgmental. Yeah, you know, all that pride and all that yeah. shit, right?
0: But it's like
2: you know, is they, that,
1: is that more common in like Mexican families? Do you think? Yeah.
2: I think so, right? It is. Just because it
1: it's just cause of the culture. I think as far as like our grandfathers were the way they were and yeah, you know, and it's just like the pride and. Yeah, because that's just like a big problem with my Mexican family. We're huge. You know what I'm saying? We, we always got like huge fucking family. And it's just like, man, uh, you know, just trying to find the the thing that makes sense and keep us together. But it's just like, man, people just don't let things go or they hold on to grudges. and You know, something so small too. Like, I man, literally. like literally I called my cousin. I'm, I'm going to bring this conversation now. I called my cousin a thought right? I said, let's give her a thought of applause because she came at me with some super sideways shit. So, you know what I'm saying? And I, I done caught one of my cousins, this specifically cousin, with certain individuals when she was supposed to be with some other buddy else. You know what I'm saying? While, while the motherfuckers were taking care of her kids at home wow. and she down the street with another mother. I, I witnessed it, pulled up on her like, hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? But I, I had the right to tell her a little bit about her, the truth about herself and she didn't like it. So.
0: I- I think that's what it is with that side of our family because they don't like the truth.
1: They hate the truth. It,
0: it, were you the black sheep?
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm the black sheep. I, I try to be the glowing sheep, the well, one. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, know what I'm saying.
0: But back when I was growing up, I was the black sheep out of everybody. So it was like they they were like, "She's just so rebellious." My mom trusted me, so it was yeah. like my mom she she didn't give a fuck what nobody said. So my mom did what she wanted to do. Yeah, my that's like that's like my mom my, too. My, my, my dad's black, so it was like they didn't really accept it at first. But then after a while, once we got older and stuff, and they seen, like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, my mom, she trusted me by my first car. They're like, you let your daughter outside? Oh, my God, she's wearing makeup. And now, like, five to ten years later, I look at all of my cousins. Yeah. They're all doing the same thing.
1: What you're doing now, right?
0: Like, wearing makeup, going outside, you know. Trying to do social. I didn't even have social media, for real. Yeah. It was like, and they were, like, down my throat judging me. So it was like, when I actually graduated high school, went to college and everything, everybody who, like, judged me yeah like, oh my god we're so proud of you like fucking ponies like, in it bro you y'all didn't even fuck with me for real <laughs> like <laughs> now, what now that
1: you got a little shine and shit now that people want to graduate you yeah, that's why it's crazy and that's what i hate too because like my like i said i got i got a lot of cousins and shit. this is my homeboy this, we, like we've been friends for 14 years and this motherfucker been around more than my family has oh, my, my got, own cousins we got those you know what i'm saying and it's like if y'all would have came to me and like yo cuz what like what can i learn from you like yo like he, wh- you need an audio guy? What, a lighting guy? Something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to be an assistant. Hey, you want me to hold a light for you? Or come out and hold a camera for you? Like, just to look busy. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just to show some kind of, like, eagerness to learn something new. Yeah. But we're, I feel like we're just our neighborhood. It comes with the communities, too, as the outreach programs that are around our neighborhoods that affect our communities. Like, that's why it sucks that you see more liquor stores and bars in our neighborhoods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just... You go, to, you go to you yeah, you go to fucking Orland Park and you see nothing but shopping malls, exactly. stores, you know what I'm saying? High-end luxury furniture stores. But you, you go to the good ghetto, you see a Walmart. Barely that. It, it, you, <laughs> you got, you you got what what the A-Rab Corner
0: store mm-hmm. right there. Like, the
1: minimart yeah. down the street, they got everything. <laughs>
2: no,
0: so it was like once I seen like I I grew up to realize I can't think about nobody's opinions. It's all yeah. about me. So when I realized that and I was like, I got through everything I went through. Like, I was bad as shit growing up. Yeah. Like, hot. And so it was like. Hot well, girl summer? No, I wasn't hot girl summer. <laughs> I was hot all year round. I was bad as shit. So it was like, my mom told me, like, you got to figure out what you want to <coughs> do. So, you know, like, my mom always would vouch for me. Like, you know, yeah. I know you got, you got the skills and stuff to take this shit far. But you just are so fucking bad. And I'm like, damn. Like all right let me get it together so i started modeling my senior year in high school and then i had got caught up in some bullshit god got me through that shit though so it was like now it was like full force what I, kind of bullshit like, like you want to talk shit.
1: about it or not? jail shit oh shit
0: jail shit fucking around yeah fuck around. <laughs> yeah but, but you know i learned my lesson i'm over with it yeah, yeah yeah you know so i once i realized like i don't want to go down that road like i'm cute as hell it's like i got a voice i have so much i'll be doing makeup so it was like, you got to do something now. Yeah, 100%. And one day I was in the car with my mind. I'm like, bro, I do not want to go to school for real. Like, I hate school. I used to leave school and shit. Me too. I'm Why do I got to be here? Like, they're yeah. not teaching me shit. They're
1: not teaching. They don't even care about teaching you shit. They're oh, just there for a paycheck. That's it. But there, uh, don't get me wrong. There were some teachers that actually gave a fuck. Yes. Like, there, there was one time, just shout out Mr. Flores. I never even had a class with this fucking dude. But some reason, I guess the teachers would talk about me because I was like a gun, young, bright kid that, you know what I'm saying? But I just wouldn't give my efforts into like, learning this shit because I was around the streets, too. So it's, like, I was more street smart than anything. That shit gravitational to what you see here. So it's, like, and me just working hard and, and seeing my father when I was, like, 14 years old to go live with him, and I seen his work ethic. You know what I'm saying? If I never got introduced to that work ethic, this shit probably wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? Because it gave me a different mindset from what I was naturally known and prone to know in the streets to... Yeah. Watching my dad go to work every day for nine to five and like holy shit, and that's where I'm at now doing the nine to five. So and still chasing this shit. So
0: yeah, I think it it goes hand in hand. You always need that side hustle and you always need the nine to five. I always try to tell people it's no such thing as a lot of money. Like yeah, you, you just gotta need- have more than one way of making money. You
1: got to. There's no way to survive in this society right now. Literally, especially right now. I'm sorry if I cost you like forty dollars to come here.
0: <laughs> for- Living in Indiana, I I actually would say I'm okay with the gas price right now. In Indiana, right? Right, right now.
1: It's so you come to Illinois and it's like- That's,
0: that's why you fill up before you get here. Yeah, I know. In
1: last night, last night we were here, he's like, Dad, why didn't you fill up before you get here? I was like, cuz, bro, I'd be forgetting it. I'm just be, on, just be moving. And then I looked down at the gas thing. I was like, damn, we got to get gas. I had to pay like $6 a gallon or some shit.
0: Yeah, see, see me if I'm if I'm out here and I gotta get gas, I'm gonna just throw like ten dollars. Yeah, that's what I, I do. I, that's like, what I do. I can make it to Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only
1: there. gonna put a couple gallons, but I still have to pay six dollars for that gallon yeah. though. That's just kind of crazy. I up,
2: but. So
1: back to you. Were you like a uh, trouble, or you, you, you yes. used to beat bitches up? Yes. And
0: you say bitches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I used to fall. No, I don't care. Oh, about okay. saying bitches, I'm bitches I'm sorry. be my I mean, favorite yeah. word. But no, I used to beat up niggas.
1: No, oh, man, my cousin. Shout out to my cousin Liz, man. She used to do the same shit. It's like, I see my cousin <laughs> knock out a motherfucker.
0: Listen, I didn't. I didn't have my first fight with a girl until I was like my eighth grade year, and I I didn't fight them one on one. They jumped me. No shit. My first fight was with a guy. I was in fourth grade. Why? I wouldn't let him cheat off my fucking test, and he hit me. Oh, he sucker like, punched you? Yes, in the face. He bust my vein on my left side of my face. When you're in fourth grade? Yes. And my mom, I went home, I told my mom, I said, he fucking do my mom, I said, if you don't go back to that school, you better rip the motherfucking chalkboard off the motherfucking wall and beat the fuck out of him. I went back to school, beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, and that's what I my tell, mom- We was chasing each other down the hallway, throwing social studies books. I remember that fight like it was yesterday. Oh, y'all
1: were scrapping, scrapping over the Fighting.
0: whole thing. Like, my mom was like, if you don't beat his ass, I'm gonna beat your ass in his ass.
1: So this is why my cousin Elizabeth was like that, too, because we used to wrestle, too. Like, she used to get me, yeah. too, like, you know what I'm saying? And one time, we were at my tia Lily's house and we were fucking wrestling, and we went from the living room to the kitchen and just it back and forth. And I was like, you give up? She was like, no, motherfucker. And then next thing you know, we we're back across the living room and back into the fucking back. We went right there, Lily was like, stop it, you're fucking my
2: house up. <laughs>
1: but it was funny as shit, you know? Yeah, but, I
0: think it's, it's like when you grow up in those type of, you know, homes where you gotta fight your cousins and shit. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it helps. It definitely helps. I remember once I was like, I was little, my cousin fucking, Punched the fuck out of me in the stomach and it hurt so bad. I'm oh my fucking god! I want to cry and I'm crying. He's like, "Why are you fucking crying?" I'm like, "Cause it, it, fucking hurts. Hurts, it hurts, fucking. hurts, What the fuck? I'm a girl. Yeah. And it's like you just learn to fight as you get older. And it was like between like my I had two uncles, so like both of my uncles they like play like this huge role in my life because my dad suffers from schizophrenia. Okay. So that he was he's active, but when he's not active, it takes a mental toll on him because he he doesn't really remember that. I'm daughter, yeah. so his brother and my mom's brother, they're like, they used to be like into it, so it was it was crazy shit. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck this shit happened, but they came together for me, and yeah. they both taught me. I think they taught me the hustle outside of a nine to five. So that's where my hustle came in with being an entrepreneur because I had both of them to like I watched them make money. Outside yeah, of a hustling five. like yeah. just making money. So. It all comes into play while well, I used to hit niggas and shit. Like My uncles ain't let nobody play with them. So it was like, yeah, you're not going to yeah. play with me? Yeah, like, 100%. None of this shit is okay. So I definitely grew up like, you're not going to play with me. And I, I let that shit be known. Once I fought that boy, it was like other niggas wanted to see. Like, all right, this bitch giving people go. So it was like, after that, my next fight, it was with another dude. And it was like, after that, he started liking me. It was weird as fuck.
1: Because that's what usually guys pick on girls because they like them.
0: I was like, yo, we, I just literally beat your what, ass. Was it
1: the one you fought? It no, was, it was the second one. Oh, I, it okay. was another
0: guy. So it was like, after <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm not going to keep fighting niggas around this bitch. Like, y'all tripping. <laughs> and then I finally, when the girls jumped me, I'm like, all right, you know, y'all ain't really beat my ass. So it's like, I know I can take on a bitch now. Yeah, but yeah. Out of my whole life, I never fought a girl one-on-one. I always got jumped. I got jumped twice.
1: Yeah, I got jumped twice, too.
0: Them. but they ain't do no damage shit i'm still a bad bitch
1: <laughs> see that's why i need you to be my sister yeah. td man because i promise you, y'all probably have a good old fucking time man, chilling together
2: look i stay away from females but other
0: than that
1: <laughs> she's the, the same way, way. I, i'd rather man, hang around with motherfuckers I,
0: I hang with my guys yeah yeah you know? guys that's the way she is i, I got two best friends man my, we go we go to Cuculas. you know what that's at? Yeah, yeah yeah that's, that's our spot we go get our margaritas
1: tacos, go margaritas and, and tacos
0: kick it we had the best motherfucking time.
1: <laughs> Is that where you guys? No, you guys were chilling yesterday somewhere, drinking some wine
0: yesterday. Yesterday, where
1: was I at yesterday? Was, that, were, that were your besties yesterday. Was that yesterday, in your snap, in your in your Instagram. Oh, that or? was
0: the day before. Oh no, that was oh that was yesterday. It was last night? Yeah, no. that was actually these girls I actually met. They actually live in Indiana, so one of the girls works with me. During my nine to five. Oh, okay. And but I work from home for my nine to five, so I never seen what she looked like. And we've we been we linked up like a couple months ago. Okay. So I'm I'm learning to like be friends with females, but they were cool. I like they vibe, you know. So yeah. I was with them last night. I don't really have no my female friends, they got kids. I don't yeah. have kids. So it's like, I don't maybe wanna go to punk and patches and shit. <laughs> I'm trying to go get drunk you at just the turned punk up patches. And shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like I need the, the spiked it. Uh, the, cider,
0: the apple cider. Looking, yeah, the hard,
1: uh, hard apple cider shit.
0: Don't they have a beer? Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell is orchid? Orchid. Orc, or angry orchard. Yeah, that. That shit. Uh, yeah. I need one of those. I need a case or some shit. <laughs> if I go to a patch, <laughs> it's gonna be cold as hell.
1: So, so in high school, like, uh, did you try to do any kind of radio at that? Or did you start any in, interest at that point or no? No. No.
0: High school, I was just bad.
1: you just bad as hell.
0: Well, my mom bought me my car for my
1: C16. Yeah. It was over that? See, I, see don't don't over. tell me that because my daughter's about to be 16. Oh, She's got shit. a card. <laughs> see, I got four queens at home.
0: She might be different from me,
1: though. Yeah, yeah. that's true.
0: She's different. you know, And this generation is different. They don't even like going outside. Yeah, I know. They like phone. Yeah, that's
1: that's my daughter. She's definitely upstairs in the room just on her Yo-ho. phone, like scrolling.
0: When I had my, my brother, <laughs> he just turned 18. Yeah. And my mom bought all her kids' cars. Except for my sister. My sister thinks she fucking bougie. She wanted a Kia Optima.
1: <laughs> and she didn't get
0: it? <laughs> Why would you want a Cardinal for your first car, bro? I don't know, man. My mom's like, mom, I like that. Like, yeah, she yeah. gonna find you. One thing, all of my uncles, they, they know where to find the cars. So yeah. they know what is good. 100%. My first car had a Chrysler, a PC Cruiser. <laughs> yeah. That Cruiser got me Through the fucking
1: summers, did it?
0: It did. <laughs> all the way to college. Yeah. So it was like, my brother, she just bought him a car. Grateful. Once she bought me that car, though, it was like, hey, do I really want to go to school? Because we used to live um, in the avenues. Avenue uh C. O's or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my school was on 26th in Calumet. Oh, no shit. So it was like, bro, you, you got to. And I went to all-girls school. So something got to give. Yeah. You sent me with all vaginas, <laughs> no car, and I have to go all the way this long-ass commute? Yeah. It's like, bro. But it was like, I had a boyfriend. So it was like, all
1: right. I he'll pull now. you up? He'll pick you up?
0: No. He was younger than me. Well, oh, we, shit. We were the same age, but it was like. So you're yeah, out there rocking boats? No. Uh, we, we lost our virginity to each other, though. Okay. So. That's good. But he's
1: lame now. Uh, he's lame? Yeah. Shout out to the lame ones. No, I'm just playing. They finished, they finished
0: last, I guess. But, no, I was, I was bad. Or finished first. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. was. Uh, how do you say? I wasn't interested in anything. Yeah. In high school. No. I just knew that I wanted to take pictures and be cute and talk shit all day to people.
1: So when you're sitting in this car and you finally had this epiphany about life with your mom, well, was, what was the direction? You were just going to go to college or you didn't want to go to college no more? You are just going to try modeling? and?
0: So I was already doing model. I I figured out modeling my senior year Yeah. before I got into the bullshit. And I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. People started hitting me up for fashion shows. So I started doing fashion shows. Okay. You know, they say Mexicans start wearing goddamn heels when they three. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I already
0: knew how to walk in shit, heels. Shit,
1: three when they're coming out the womb. My daughter's already 11 months, and we already put high heels on her. See?
0: <laughs> so it's like I already knew how to walk in heels, and, yeah. like, I was into the makeup. So that wasn't a problem. So it was like, okay, I can do modeling. But then it's like when you do fashion shows, she's like, fuck, I'm tired. Like, yeah. it's tiring. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break. But it was like my dad, he went missing. Um, so he got schizophrenia. Yeah. So when he went missing, he was gone for, like, Father's Day, I went to go see him, and that's when they finally told me that he wasn't there. So it was like, damn, nobody told me. And that shit was fucked up. So
1: so how long did you deal with that first before you? When, it got bad, like, as far as your dad? Like, your whole life of schizophrenia? Yeah, like, when did it yeah. get bad? Like
0: So he's had schizophrenia my whole life. Okay. So when his great-grandmother died, that's when it, like, kicked in for him. So since I've been born he's had it. Oh shit. So it's always been it wasn't as bad. I think it's getting bad now that he's getting older, older cuz he's trying to like deal with getting older and I'm getting older. So it's like when he sees me it's like I think it brings him into these moments where it's like he doesn't know if he's going to be here. So he gets into like he gets emotional.
1: Oh cuz you're so you're so old now. Yeah. And so he remembers like you as little yeah
0: and he always says he's like you're getting so old like i don't know how to like deal with anything he like you don't he, one thing he says a lot is that i don't spend time with him and i try but i'm like really like my schedules are like i know so that and busy now.
1: i know i i i, I kind of deal with the same thing so it's like for the last three years i've been giving like time like to my kids because ever since my wife got pregnant and the pandemic it was like the last three years we had a baby so like <laughs> Three, two, man. and t- eleven months. And so we went three peat <laughs> like Jordan on that ass. You know was what I'm saying? Bugger, bugger.
2: <laughs>
1: so it was like man. So I was still doing a the photography thing in the background and everything, but I, I just felt like because my first two kids they came from a fucked up relationship. You know, so so a mother and a woman being I, I, out of spite, whatever hurt and all this, we could never get over the fact that we broken up. I don't know what the fucking the problem was, but it was just <gasps> terrible fourteen years of raising our kids together. You know, just because. My, I feel bad because my kids and I tried to be civil as shit, but you know how women can be. I'm not trying to put any women down, but there's some bad women out there. I'm not you saying she was, she, but you got to literally work on yourself, you know, sometimes and figure it out. And I, I, I came to a conclusion where I was happy where I was at and trying to move forward with her. But as far as trying to co-parenting with her, it was never like we can't really. And it's kind of this last year we had like a really good conversation, civil conversation for the first time. And I told my son, I was like, dude, it took you to be 18 years old for your mom to have a civil conversation with me.
0: I hope after 18 years. You know what I'm years, saying? Like, he's 18 years, years old,
1: together. so it's, it's at a point because I thought it was just, like, more of a controlling thing. You know what I'm saying? To have the say. But who knows? She never really wanted to sit down with me ever again. But we talk like, all the time. And so my wife communicates more with her than okay. we communicate.
0: Well, maybe because you're married now.
1: I know. And, yeah. it's, and it's kind of the girl I cheated on her with. so It's kind of bad, too. Yeah, I cheated on her when I married her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe.
2: No okay,
0: comment.
1: I yeah. yeah, I know, but that, that was I was young though, but at the Yeah, time, I was gonna
0: say, were you
2: young?
1: Yeah, I was. Okay. We were young. We had That's we. I mean, I had my son when I was eighteen, so it was like I had to grow up quick.
0: So, question: Have you ever cheated on your wife? No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Why?
1: There's been plenty of times though, Tutts.
0: So, so was it because you were older? No,
1: nah, it's just cause yeah, more wiser. It's understanding what a woman's worth.
0: Do you think that you were more pressured into the pregnancy yeah, uh, when you the, were younger? Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's used to,
1: she used to think I was out cheating all the time. Okay. So, that. so And that's one opportunity. This is actually, so my wife, that is, I had an eye out for her, like years ago. Oh, so you
2: was plotting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't plotting, but so what happened was we ended up crossing paths. You know what I'm saying? So, and I was already on the edge of the bad relationship with her already, of mm-hmm. dealing with her and shit, going to work, and then coming home, had to deal with this bullshit, watching kids all day, and then. You accuse um, me of I'm cheating? You had
2: one kid at the time or two? Uh,
1: we just had our second. Okay. That's my little daughter. But, you know, she, my, my wife raised my daughter, basically. And they got a, their own relationship, never forced on nothing. You know, they called her stepmom on her own. I never even told them or said anything. That. <laughs> but, and then the mom would be upset and call her, oh, her name's Gracie. You know, like... Oh. <laughs>
0: well, you know, maybe for all those years, it you can't be mad because technically I wouldn't want to sit down and talk with you either because... I can't respect somebody that yeah. fucked up my family, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're gonna, you gotta give me time to heal from that shit. Yeah, because yeah. it's like I ain't hit you motherfuckers in the face. <laughs> Cause like one, I gotta deck you in your shit first. <laughs> you cheated on me. Now it's like you really like dealing with her for real. Now you starting a family. Now I really want to fuck you up, <laughs> but- Yeah,
1: thank God I didn't run into you.
0: But, <laughs> you you know, we got kids, so I really yeah. can't do what I want to do to your ass because you got to help me raise these motherfuckers still. But I think maybe she just never actually got the proper healing or help that she needed for that. And that's, that's probably why it was always that resentment towards you. It wasn't like she didn't want to talk. It's like, nigga, I don't even want to look at you. Like, <laughs> that life was supposed to be for me. And you 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 said fuck me because of the Schneider. no
1: I didn't say fuck her though you see this is the thing don't don't try to make it one sided <laughs> here see you okay. didn't you, all you, right
0: you, all right who broke it off who broke it off she said you cheated she after she, y'all had she broke
1: baby. it off after she found out
0: was she not supposed to
1: yeah it's cool
0: so what you mean it
1: it was cool because she did this technically I did it yeah you're right but she pushed me away with her attitude and her okay. thinking.
0: Why do you think her attitude was there, though? But
1: there was no reason for her to be there, because maybe she was doing something. Because when you bring the rise, the rise up, you know, maybe you ain't doing something you ain't supposed to be doing. Like what? <laughs> like what? So she was sneaking and geeking. I'm thinking.
0: Well, that's in the past. Blessings. Yeah, new marriage. I know. 100. You know, glad you all were able to
1: talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad for for after 18 years, I would figure it'd be better. It wasn't that long, but 14, I think it was like 15 years now yeah
0: now you guys can tell your son what not to
1: do yeah yeah now he got a car speaking of cars now i can't get i can't even see this jet. i can't even see him he gone he's i understand though but i'll be trying to tell him too man like he's got all this resource here you know like he can really be doing something like there's young ass engineers out there he getting paid you know what i'm saying and he's over here chasing some girls and shit like that's cool what
0: were you doing at 18
1: doing the same okay (laughs) Doing the same.
0: Listen, I'm not a parent, so technically I'm on his side right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's all good.
0: But no, so after all of the, you know, dad and, you know, watching everybody do what they do, I think I followed in my uncle's footsteps.
1: Which one? Your mom's side or your dad's side? Both. Both?
0: They both were similar. They did the same shit. Bullshit.
1: So you were raised by Geminis, huh? (laughs) (laughs)
0: So, <laughs> <they were laughs> Gemini- My, physically, one, physically, yeah, physically. Once a cancer, One's a Virgo.
1: I know, but so. you had two different opinions too. I bet did they clash yeah, they, heads? They did at all? They like, were
0: into it. <laughs> they were into it. Yeah. So they weren't supposed to, you know, but my mom, you know, did what she did. Yeah. You know, it's one of those Romeo Juliet stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically. Okay. But long story short, them like they they helped raise me to be a strong ass woman. Like I don't fuck with niggas for I know when a nigga trying to play me like all that I peep shit. Hundred percent. I I grew up around all men that raised me. my grandpa. Like he's he's not from here. He's from Guanajuato. So it's like. Even though he don't speak no English, he still put me up on game. Game. So it's like. like an abuelito should. Everything. I never did. I never knew how to say Abuelito when I was little. Yeah. So his name is Wito. Wito. So oh, I've called dope. him Wito for the last 25 years.
1: That's dope. That's something so, you a personal connection, though.
0: Yeah. So that's our thing. But he's still here. Like, they all taught me how I'm supposed to be treated. So it's like growing up. That's your Abuelito? Mm-hmm. Oh Look, dang I want one.
1: Uh, I that's me, to, me right there taking the picture in the reflection of his glasses. This is at my tia's wedding.
0: That's Joe. Aaron Peters did
1: this. Shout out Aaron Peters. Yeah, I got a, I got a dope-ass uh, whole back piece done by Aaron Peters. It's actually the Day of the Dead picture of my aunts and my mom. That's
0: just, I'm scared of tattoos. I got one.
1: Why? Needles? Yeah, I
0: got one. It's the death, the anniversary of my grandma. Oh, yeah. I'm scared of anything else. I don't know how far I'll take it. I don't think I can do that. I think I got to be, like, drunk or some
1: shit. No, you don't want to be drunk. Just, Just go to It's It's like therapy for me.
0: See? I don't think I need that
2: much therapy.
1: (laughs) No. Well, back to uh, the modeling, and you started modeling, and you started opening other doors for you while you started modeling?
0: So it was like once I seen modeling, and I would walk down the aisle, and I seen the person, like, actually talking, like, calling us out. I'm like, dang, I wonder what they do. Yeah. So I I started looking into it and stuff. But then how I got into radio is because when my dad was missing, I like went on a alcohol binge. Yeah. So I would drink every fucking day because like I was mad as fuck because I was like, "Where's my dad?" Yeah. And he was up here some fucking where on Belmont or something. Just chilling. We don't even fucking live this way. Just walking, just walking. Yes, living life. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? But he ended up actually living at, like, some facility up here. And it's like, we never knew that he was there. We put out a missing persons report. They didn't tell us that he was there or anything. So that was some weird-ass shit. But he was healthy. He was, you know, he was okay. And it was actually a facility that helped his kind. So it was like, I was glad that he was there. But it was like, damn, we all ever going to tell anybody? Like, I've been worrying for fucking three, four months. (sighs) So it finally came to me before we found him. One of my uncles um, on my dad's side, he was like, you have to change your life for your dad to come home. And now I'm like, what the fuck type of shit you trying to tell me, bro? Like, come on now, get the fuck on. Like, I just want my daddy here. Like, yeah. you're talking about some spiritual shit. I'm not trying to hear that shit right now. Get out of my face. But when he said that, it was like, I said, like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And I heard, meanwhile, we were in a car and I heard an Illinois Media School commercial. Yeah. And I was like, all right, maybe I should go here. Like, I just tried, I'm like, fuck it. I, I don't want to go back to NIU. This shit is fucking cornfields. I'm not, I don't want to be out there. Like, what the fuck? I don't want to be there. So when I came back here, I'm like, all right, I'm enrolling in Illinois Media School. I enrolled. I'm like, fuck, they ain't trying to give me no FAFSA and shit. So I was like, I'll take out a loan. So my I took out a loan. I went to school. And that was that. Like, three days after I enrolled, my dad came back, showed up on my auntie's porch. I
2: was and just
1: like, chilling?
0: Like, nothing fucking happened. He, my my grandma, my aunt, they all text me like, you need to get to my house, your dad's here. They're like, he's acting like he just wasn't fucking missing for five months.
1: So, can you break it down, like, what schizophrenia is?
0: So, it is a mental disorder um, where your mind does not think like a normal mind. So, let's say me and you are having a conversation right now, and I start talking about aliens they don't think about one thing they think about numerous things And sometimes their thoughts are not like normal thoughts so it affects the brain on different levels i haven't gone that deep into it to research it because it's it's, i'm kind of still dealing with it i think i really started dealing with it maybe like two years ago for real well three when my grandma died because she was she took care of him yeah so i think now that it's being more pushed on me i'm starting to learn more about it because it's like i'm all i'm his only child And his sister right now, she's taking care of him because she sees, like, how my career is going. So, it's, like, she doesn't want to put the burden on me because she doesn't want my career to stop. And it's, like, it's just so much shit. But I have a good support system with it. So, that's really what it is. It's basically where your mind is not developing on a normal mind. So, like, how a normal mind would.
1: Or function, basically. Yeah. Okay.
0: And it kind of just, it affects it in so many ways. Like, it could be cold as shit outside. And my aunt would be, like, you're not supposed to go outside right now because it's negative fucking ten. He still wants to go outside, and it's like it's because his mind is telling him go outside. Yeah,
1: it's okay to go outside.
0: Exactly. So it's kind of hard. Um, he hasn't had like a runaway episode recently or anything. He's the last one he had. He was only gone for like five days. But I think he's getting to the point where he knows when he needs his medication or when he's gonna run out. Because when the last time he did it, he was at the hospital. So it's like it's kind of hard because hospitals don't communicate. They don't tell you anything. And another thing is like he told them the wrong name. Oh. So it's like sometimes I think I don't know if it's because he wants to be alone But like when he went He told them the wrong name so they didn't even know Like I'm calling hospitals like have you seen you know X, Y, and Z and and He,
1: like, he no, was there but he was Under, a different, under name. a different
0: name And it's like now I've got to the point where it doesn't scare me anymore Sometimes when he runs off. I mean you know shit is crazy nowadays You don't yeah. know what can happen And he's not like a violent schizophrenic You know he doesn't have uh I guess it's schizophrenic patients that are violent He's not a violent Person. Yeah, so it's like he just is. If you agitate him, then he's gonna become violent. But if you actually are just like just trying to have a normal conversation, most of the time he's actually just being to himself. He likes drawing and stuff, so I think that brings him to peace of mind. So, and he used to be into music too. So, like when yeah. I was little, like I see these like videos of me from my grandma's house. We had like a DJ board and shit. So, I'm like, it was always in me to do what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it took me to figure it out. But that's how I got into it, for real going to Illinois Media School after he went missing. And once he came home, I was like, all right, God is real. Like, yo, yeah. I was praying, like, I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to stop doing all this hot shit. I'm going to, you know, stay on track, enrolled. And literally, it was like, when he came home that same week, I was like, yo, this can't be real. This shit got to be It's like a fucking movie. Yeah. I was like, yo, what in the hell just happened? But I was happy as shit. I had to fucking drink no more. It was mm. like put the bottle down. So I I didn't drink for like a long time after that because it was like I think after like I was living with my cousin. That bitch is crazy. But <laughs> she fucking Virgo, yo. I can't I can't deal with her. But I was living with her and it was like I seen she was feeding into it. Yeah. Like she wanted me to keep drinking and shit, and it was like. I can't do this no more, bro. It's like, I got to get my, I told God I was going to get my shit together. <laughs> so I ain't got time to be over here not getting my shit together. He takes the most shit from me. Yeah. So it was like, I just was on that shit. And it was like, once I got into school, program was amazing. They did what they had to do. Only thing that they didn't do was actually connect me with the resources I needed outside after I graduated. Yeah. But I was like, you know, ain't shit given. None of this You got to go earn it. You know? It was like well, I had to go get it. So, so how did
1: you do them steps? What was those steps like?
0: So I used to actually just go to shit. So one of my, um, one of our program directors at the college, Yeah. she used to work for Kiss FM.
1: Jose, oh, let me see that lighter, bro.
0: She used to work for Kiss FM, and basically she would give us like media day shit. So if it was somebody coming, like an artist or something, they were coming out. If they were coming to Chicago, she made sure we knew. Yeah. So it was two million. You remember that song, Millie Rock? I'm Millie Rock on any block. Yeah. That yeah. dude. He had came to Chicago. I don't fuck remember. But he was there and his manager, like, last minute changed the location. <laughs> and everybody was like, yo, nobody's going to go to this shit for real because it's last minute as fuck and it's in Hyde Park. So literally when I showed up, I still went. I ain't give a fuck. I went and it was only me and two other people there. The two other people, they worked for Power 92. But I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just thinking like, oh, these some other motherfuckers up in here, you know, that actually came like my ass or shit. We finna interview this nigga. So we, I interviewed him. I ain't, at this time I was maybe like 19. I didn't okay. have no camera, no shit. How old are you now? 25. Okay. So I pulled out my phone, put my motherfucking memo on. Once I took that shit on, I literally set my phone right down. We finna do this interview, nigga. And we did the fucking interview. <laughs> I'm like, this nigga probably like, this bitch ain't even got her shit together. I don't, don't give a no fuck, nigga. Let's go. But so we ended up doing the interview. After the interview, the the boss or well the manager was like, you guys network. I'll buy you all lunch for coming. You know, even though it was a last minute change, she bought us lunch. It was at Lighthouse Grill. And we were just networking. And they were like, oh, let's exchange Instagram. So we exchanged Instagrams. One of the guys, they both were in the promotions department. And one of the girls actually, she left by the time I actually decided to apply for power. Yeah. But me and her still would like like each other's pictures and shit. So when I was like, yo, you know, I see y'all looking for interns. She's like, oh, I don't work there no more, but still send me your resume. I know the other person that's in charge there now. I'm like, okay, cool. Sent my resume. Okay, you got the interview. Let's go. So I went in, did the interview. That's really all she did. It was like she didn't. We really didn't know each other.
1: So this is like your first. Uh, how how many events did you go to and before you went, you met two. the two of them. Two. That's all it takes now. You know, two. it's just. Six degrees of separation. That's Literally, all it takes.
0: It's like one that one chance when you just say like I'm gonna go. That could be the one.
1: Yeah, it's just like the especially the ones you, you're you, you're battling with. Like, nah, I don't wanna go out today. And you're like, you know, it's a dope Hard event, problem. and, so much and shit, man. you don't like other fucking females. So it's like you don't wanna go mingle with these bitches because you I don't know. wanna put on no front street because you just like tell her. because I tell her, I promise you, you, remind me of my sister so much. And it's funny because she, she, that's why I was like, I know you probably beat a bitch up real quick. Like, I'm
0: not, I'm not a fan of females, so though. It's like Chicago female Women in general are just weird. It's too much fucking emotions. And the way I think, I'm not that emotional. Yeah. Like, like, for me to get in my chest about you. And it's like women, like, I, I just seen a post, like, somebody said some shit like, why you tell somebody X, Y, and Z that I ain't have a fucking plate in my microwave? Like, what the fuck? Like, women really argue about stupid shit. Yeah. And it's like, what? Because you didn't have the circle plate in your microwave? Now, I know it was a joke, but that should be real, though. Like, the the arguments are really petty when it comes to women. So that's why I stay away from them. But with that, it just took off from there. The internship. After
1: you met him, you did the internship. I did the internship. How old were you when you were doing the internship?
0: 20.
1: 20 years old? Yeah,
0: when I was done with it.
1: For Power 92?
0: Yeah. The middle of my internship because it was four months.
1: Second event showing up to yes, meeting the Power Ninety Two people.
0: I didn't, and it wasn't Power 92's Two's event. It was
1: the promotion people.
0: Yeah, they just went to do the interview with the with the artist I was doing.
1: They just liked your vibe, probably, and they're like, "Man, she's probably no."
0: It wasn't even that they liked my vibe. The manager told us to network with each other because we were she was buying us. Oh, food. and you
1: guys just exchanged Instagrams, yeah,
0: networking and shit. And literally, it was like, I didn't know them. I didn't even, they didn't say that they were with Power 92. I just followed them. You know, when you follow yeah, somebody, yeah. it's like, all right, I followed you. Bye. And when it was like, I but started. But then you
1: just people. see what they got going on later yeah,
0: yeah. on. And it's like, I met them. like, you know, okay. So reach out. That's what I did. After my internship, I knew I was getting an internship. Like, my teacher in college, he w- he did overnights. Well, he yeah. does overnights for Power 92. So it was like, I would tell him, I'm like, all right, you're teaching me how to do commercials. Can you bring me some Power 92 gear up in here? he was like, yeah. So, he would bring me, like, T-shirts and shit from Power 92. Yeah. So, my little assignments, he was like, you guys got to go in there, rehearse, pretend like you're on a radio station. And I would just, I wouldn't make up no fucking call He'd be like, you got to make up original call. I'm Power 92, number one in the streets. He'd be, you can't use power. I'm why not? You got to make up one. I'm all right, bro. I'm going to be your coworker one day. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, And it was just like, ever since then, now he's just like, you flourished, Like, you really manifested that shit. So... It just, after the interview for the internship, it just went up from there. It was like I got hired on after that. I turned 21 the second month of my internship. And then after that, they hired me February. So my internship ended in December. So January, I didn't have nothing no more. It was just back to the 9 to 5. And I didn't even work now. My mom told me to quit my job just to focus on the internship. So I'm I'm working a real 9 to 5 for free. Yeah. Mad as hell. Yeah. Mad as fuck. Well. <laughs>
1: for how long so did you good. have to intern? For a whole year?
0: Um, No, it was for four months. Four months? So from August to December.
1: And then you, after the four months, you just got your own show? Or?
0: No. After the four months, they didn't call me or shit. And I'm like, dang.
1: Oh, so they just like used you, know. you tossed you to the yeah, side for a minute?
0: Yeah, and then it was like. February, January, I was like all right, I need to figure out what I want to do because I still want to do radio. Mm-hmm. And it's like your internship over. So I ended up applying for a board op position. So I'm like, all right, we're going to see how this goes. Yeah. Another interview. So I already had made my like mark with the promotions department cuz that's who you work for in the internship department. Yeah. And it's like, all right, they love me. You know, I got them right from my finger a little bit. So when I did the board op pro- the board op and producer position, basically the lady was like, you got it. Yeah.
1: So, come in.
0: I'm like, okay. Went in, so I was a board opera and pro- producer for a year, like a year, and I'll say about two years. Yeah. So after that, it was like I was producing gospel shows, so I had to work in a gospel station before I could even get to power, because that's the station you got to fuck up on first. Yeah. So it's like, God, got to help you fix your shit before you can get to the big station. So I was like, I worked in the gospel station, then I worked in the R&B station, which is 106.3 and 102.3. So was
1: that, that was, was that challenging, or no? You just...
0: No. No. It was like, because I did uh, underground radio for my college. So yeah. the same boards we have in the studio, I just say that they're half of that board. Okay. So it was like, I kind of knew the functions of how to do it. So it was easy and I learned quick. So me learning that fast, it kind of just helped you. Once you learn the programming, two songs, drop two songs, you know, make sure your times are in and out for commercials. It's easy. Yeah, and it's like once you pick it up, it's like, all right, now it's all about finding your voice now, because you want to move to the next level.
1: So how was that, like finding your voice? At first, was it like, like, where you're like, like, man, this is crazy. How do people gonna think about my voice? Do you have any self doubt and anything like, dealing with that? Look, can you hit me first? I got you. I got you.
0: Um, so finding my voice, I listened back to like my my college uh, videos and stuff. Yeah, I used to be cocky as fuck. That's that's what I always growing up. I always been cocky as shit. So, me finding my voice, it was hard because, like, I used to sound white as fuck. And I don't know why I did. It was like, why are you sounding white? And it wasn't until, thank you, it wasn't until one of my producers, he was doing my air check, and he was like, you want to be on the radio at power? He said, but why do you sound like a soccer mom? (laughs) I said, what? That was the first time I've ever got criticized. Like real. So you still
1: got sound bites of that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll send to you one day. <laughs> it's crazy, but I was like, "Yo, this is the first time I ever got constructive criticism. How the fuck am I finna take it?" Yeah. And I took it well. I took it well. I was like, "You're right," because that's not who I am. I didn't grow up in motherfucking Beverly Hills. Like I, yeah, hundred percent. I didn't walk to school in a shootout before. Just be yourself. Like, I'm me. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like, be you. And I was like, "Damn!" But it took me. It took me a year to find me. So I was maybe 22, and I was like, okay, I found me. Let me just be my fucking self. they don't like this fucking shit, then I don't give a fuck. (laughs) This shit ain't for me.
1: Yeah, there's a a point where you're just like like you didn't care for what, and you just let it all go. Like, this is who I'm going to be instead of just trying to be something. Like a a music, as far as like a radio personality, right? Because it's usually predominantly white. Anchor women or anchor man, or DJs or VJs playing. So, I mean, it's got to be challenging. But then, like being yourself now, like podcasting, like you should you should do something else too, like on the side too. I am just as like a, a wine talk for your. It's we come. haven't even gotten to that it's yet. Like, <laughs> You'll be a guest. You'll be a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. I like wine too. Just so you know, mm-hmm. I like Merlots White. though.
2: I would say whites or
0: reds. Yeah, reds. I have a good Merlot.
1: Do you? Yeah. Yeah. One glass to get you where you need to be. <laughs> but back to uh, that, that's pretty that's pretty amazing that you just fell into it. So, like, just doing what, you know, chasing it, like not waiting for it to go be, get you.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of like a crazy journey with radio because mm-hmm. you never know when your time is up or when your time is next. Like, you just never know. So when you trust the process, I think it comes to you. Yeah. But if you don't, I think you stay uh, stagnant in that position, and a lot of people I notice in the media field, they do that once they feel like they're in the door, they don't do more,
1: yeah, because they, they, they feel like accomplished. Already. Yeah. That's why they say, Don't share your goals with anybody, exactly, because they give you the praise that you're seeking, but you don't really need, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Because you're doing it for yourself, not for them, not for exactly. their appraisal,
0: yeah. I think that's why social media is like crazy as fuck, it's weird as
1: shit, yeah. To- it's like so much fucking clout going out there, validation, take Ch- it's like just chasing so much clout so like, weird.
0: <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. I love it, though. Before I hit 20,000 20, followers, when I hit 10K followers, I think that's when it was like people. It's like they respect the yeah. number. And that is so fucking weird to yeah, me. Yeah, like they're, they're, I've they're, never been a social media person. Yeah. Like, I don't get me wrong. I've been conceited as hell. Like, you know, I love posting me. But I do it because of me. I don't give a fuck who likes my shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like when people start really figuring out who I was and stuff, and then I hit 10K, I'm like, damn. Nah, people finna be in my business and shit. And it's like, I'm real private. Yeah, like, that's how like, I am too. Like, I don't like people in my business. Cause like the shit I used to do, I don't, so nobody knows my real name.
1: But being in this, eventually now in day and age, like there's no way in hell somebody that can't know who the fuck you are. Like yesterday, we went to a bar yesterday, right? We pull up, you know, I'm am a I'm a big guy. So like people just fucking like, holy shit. Like who the fuck is this guy? You know, like just walking through the fucking room. And I bring a presence and I, I stand with people. You know what I'm saying? I stand with all my ancestors. So I'm big on ancestry and shit like that. Like where we come from. Um, so like I, I I walk with a purpose. I don't walk by myself. So I know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking. And we good. Literally. And then we, we went to this bar just to finish and go have a beer real quick. Go, go chill with my cousin Lloyd. Shout out Lloyd. Uh, and uh, we walk in this bar and it's fucking packed as fuck. I was like, Jesus Christ. I thought it was going to be a low key bar. And then everybody's just like, what the fuck? Who the fuck are these people? He's got a bright-ass orange cushion coffee sweater on. I got my cushion coffee sweater on. I got all my jewelry on. it's just like, Jose is like, man, I think we should just get out of here, bro. I was like, why? What's up, man? We good, dog. Don't you really worry about it. I don't, I don't move with that energy, you know? But he's like, nah, man, we just, we just got to go, dog. All right. So we drink our beer and we dipped out. But then we, when we were leaving, some dudes did come out to the, like, just to investigate us leaving, though. That shit was kind of weird. But that was a good call, though, you know? Shout out my boy, Jose. Keep an eye out.
0: Sharpshooter. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> uh, it's like that. In this industry, it's like that, too. Like, I'm learning. Like, I'm learning as I'm going. Yeah. So it's like everybody wants to, like, know my story. It's like my story is kind of still developing. Because yeah. this is my first year on the radio for us. So once I was done and I found my voice, that's when I got into... Just, like, sending my air checks. Yeah. But I only sent one. And so I say, you know, like, when some stuff stuff is destined for you? Because I had coworkers, so I'm like, you got to send, like, five, six air checks before they actually think about putting you on the radio. I sent one fucking air check. Yeah, that's what. Uh, one air check.
1: Paulina from 103.5, I think. it is. Fred Morning Show. Yeah. She talks about having your air checks. Just one good air check. That's yeah. all you need to have.
0: It's all It's all it takes. It's like, they used to be like, you have to send this. You have to send it. And I'm like. What I did that was different from everybody, because I wasn't in a rush to move up, and it's because I was young.
1: Damn, can I get a sample of that? Yeah, sure. Let me see. You want, you want the first one? The, yeah. the
0: first, first one? I got it still. That's, I keep that one with me. Like, <laughs> that's you? my That's my heart. That's my baby. That's what got me where I am today. But that first one, it's like, you have to make sure it's perfect, but it was only perfect because I actually learned my voice for a whole year. Yeah. So the whole time I'm in studios by myself just talking and talking and talking, doing commercial reads and shit, like, that's not it, that's not you, do this shit over. And as I was going on with it, it was like, okay, you're going to get this shit, you got it, like, you just have to wait. So after that, it was like, I don't need nobody to tell me how I need to do my process, I don't need nobody to tell me what I need to do. While I was doing that, that's when I started creating my wine business. So it was like, I have something else to focus on while I'm still, you know, doing this during the day. Mm-hmm. And my mom's still paying all my bills. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, all right, that's your break. Get this shit together so you can pay her bills later in life, you know? Yeah. So that's what I did.
1: So it's happening to the wine business now. That's a whole nother venture of that.
0: Blogate. Okay.
1: While you get your sound bite ready.
0: It's right here. We have it. Was that twenty? oh my gosh that was two years ago <laughs> it was okay here you go you, whenever you're ready you can just click
1: it no i want you to give well, me to I me gotta, live i gotta play it yeah, no i want you to do it live
0: oh th- you had me look for this no for my...
1: i thought you were reading off your script oh, or something reading my bad like that's awesome. why i asked you can we get oh. some live going
0: oh let's go i just wanted
1: to hear what what your, it, it was, coffee? yeah
0: Tower 92, we number one in the streets. You're rocking with your Sunday baddie. Bria Banks right here on Cushion Coffee. And you know we about to turn this bitch all the way to hell up because I'm rocking with him right here.
1: Hey, love, that's what's you up.
0: Something some slight. Some
1: <laughs> you know? That's that's nice, though. Yeah, years. How, how many hours you probably put into listening to yourself in the booth?
0: Five. Five hours. Cause my shifts were my shifts would be four hours. Yeah. So that I would I would usually stay an hour extra to either edit because I would have shows in between those four hours. Yeah. So that extra little thirty, you know, to an hour that I would stay over. So I would say five.
1: Persistency. Literally. Yeah. So I
0: was like, I have, to, I'm gonna be that top bitch. I to like, <laughs> so this day. I still <laughs> say
1: shit, before I started this podcast, I think I was in the basement for like probably a good six months doing the same shit. Just listen, like, I was like, Jose, throw the headsets on. Let's have a conversation. Just to just to hear the voice, you know what I'm saying?
0: The first people that ever gave me a chance for real, like, outside of, like, school yeah. was Only for the Real Radio. So shout out to my boys, Only for the Real Radio. They, like, I didn't know shit about them because they're older than me. So now they're my brothers. Yeah. I've been with them. They've been with me since I was 20. So it's like they watched me grow, and it's like they always, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, this shit is crazy. Like, we really watched you grow. And it's like... The first time he was like, You could come come be the co-host, because they were looking for one. Now they interviewed like G Herbo before before anybody blew. Yeah. So like they got like a real good track record. I'm like, okay, these niggas they they popping. So it was like, let me join their shit. That guy he said he sent me the address and shit. I didn't have none of us had our phone, like we didn't yeah, change yeah. numbers or anything. He just sent me the address. And one day I just started showing up and he's like, Damn, this this girl, this he called me Taco. <laughs> yeah. So, it's Bundy, Taco, and Arab. Yeah. So, that's the three of us. So, he calls me Taco, and he like- Taco,
1: Bundy, and Arab. Yes. You hear these names, Jose?
0: <laughs> so, that's where the Kukula's thing came in, at yeah. because after every podcast, we would go get tacos at Kukula's. So, after that, they were the first ones that were like, all right, going to be a permanent co-host now, because, like, you consistent as fuck. We don't even call you. Like yeah, you don't ever you're call just up, here. You don't ever be like, yo, y'all doing the show, you still just be showing up to this bitch. And I'm like, shit, like- Y'all my first opportunity right now. Like, I'm going to build my voice here, too. So it was like, I would do it. We would do it every Thursday at 9 p.m. And it was only for the real. And it was like, I liked the vibe. It was like, one... I wouldn't say that we're not racist, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I like people that can crack jokes. Yeah, of course, like of course,
1: and be like, human. You
2: know,
0: it's like, bro. <laughs>
1: it's like, okay to laugh, man. It is it's okay, okay to especially
2: <laughs> with the type of shit you come
1: from. Because, man, look, I be at work, and I be telling people, bro, I, I had to, like, explain myself, like, before, and especially when I get around new crowds because they don't know me. So it's like, hey, I'm just going to let you guys know I'm, I'm, like, I'm a sarcastic <laughs> asshole, bro. So just don't be shocked. If I say something that sound a little racist, or you know, I crack jokes about Mexicans too, but but at the same time, bro, we we ain't getting no feminine, we 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 ain't getting no you know no hearts being broken, bro. If we exactly. joking, and we at work, we times going along, shits happening in the real world, bro. I ain't gotta worry about that shit. Exactly. I I just try to get the t- time to go by, you know, bullshitting the day away.
0: That's literally how we are. So it's like our vibe, like we've tried to bring other people on.
1: And I know you probably come from a family where they just talk shit, right? So, you, yeah. I don't know, crack jokes. You, you talk about you, like, you hang around a lot of dudes. So, like, yes. you hear the shit talking I, and you got to be snapping. My sister would be the same way. She'd be, like, She'd be home, my brother. It'd be funny as hell. All the time. Yeah.
0: It's like when so when I was, like, doing podcasting with them, yeah. I was like, okay, this is this nice. You know, the first racist joke was the taco shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. 'Cause they ask like, you know, what's to you? That's and I'm funny, like, that's what uh, what do you do? I'm like, Well, you know, I'm from over I'm from a They're like, Oh, where you from? I'm like, Mesquite They're like, Oh, by the Mexicans, I'm. <laughs> I'm uh, before I'm like, I don't know how these niggas joke, I'm I am Mexican. I'm like and I'm black, so Oh, you're taco. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a taco. <laughs> okay, that was cool. But then I seen like the Arab jokes. Yeah, you, bro, yeah. shut up, bro. You're a terrorist. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah so like, okay, just fucking. I'm okay. We can vibe like that. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. So it was like, yeah, because
1: at that, I mean, you can't, you don't know. People th- it's,
0: it's, nowadays, it's, people are so emotional.
1: That's why I like people, that's why it's I like the podcast cuz I don't if they restrict me, whatever, we'll find another way. Whatever though, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, but you can't just stop like people having being human having conversations among each other. To ch- humans like man, you think about all the comics from back in the day, like comedians from back in the day, their jokes, the TV shows. Man. I know, I mean, but people laughed at that shit and some people didn't laugh at it, you know what I'm saying? But now it's just the the whole
0: Crazy. The whole right culture, cancel culture, something. They said else. if uh, Bernie Mac was still alive, they, this this generation and culture would hate him. Oh, that's baby. His jokes were funny. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they,
1: he bring the bow-legged ass downstairs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know? Do you know how hard the bow-legged community would have canceled?
2: Man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, man, but uh, I'm saying that, but that, bro, that was still on the original Kings of Comedy. You know what I'm saying? And then he said the word, he said, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to say that. I don't want to get canceled culture either. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he said, and the little little boy came downstairs, like, where the cookies and shit? (laughs) 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 Where the goddamn milk and cookies? Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The ringleader. That shit was funny as hell, though, it man. R.E.P. fucking. Bernie Mac. Yeah. Bernie Mac was a king of Chicago, man.
0: Literally. But as life went on, I'm here now. And the
1: wine, the wine business. Let's get back into that. The wine business. The wine business. How, why'd you start that? Are you a wine consumer? I'm everything. Yeah? Look, I drink. <laughs> I drink. So is your wine like your go to?
0: Um. Yes and no.
1: White? Uh,
0: yes. Now, wine is, wine is now my go to. As an adult, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Before, well, it's because it's, it's it's meant to be enjoyed.
0: So my wine, I specialize in a high alcohol percentage. So all of my wines are eleven percent and up. So I don't have a low percentage alcohol. You you a turnt up wine? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're like we turned. Yeah. But it's only because when I was growing well, not growing up, I ain't gonna say that because I don't need nobody thinking my mom was giving giving me yeah. alcohol. I, mean, I was sneaking it, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We was getting them smacked well, off. Well, I
1: mean, what kid wasn't though?
0: Exactly. Especially at the
1: party. I'm sorry, man. Look, I'm tired of these parents that act like they weren't kids. Like, man, you know you were kids. Just structure that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just guide them. They, the you way. know it's going to be introduced if you were introduced around it. You know? It happened to you. It happened to your grandfathers. It, it happened to everybody in the society, man. You just got to guide them through it.
0: I literally seen, uh, it was, you know, Ari, did you hear mama? Yeah. She had a party. Her son was there. They was all drinking and stuff. And everybody like, oh, he shouldn't be there. And I'm like, yo, how many of us, like, really, as babies, there's always a baby in the chair sleep at parties?
1: Or so, running around, getting yeah. passed around, like, hey, look, look, go with your cousin.
0: <laughs> you know? So it was like, when, like, this, they tried to cancel her for that shit. And it's yeah. Like, yo, y'all gotta remember where a lot of us really come from. Like, bro, this shit is normal to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. So back into your wine though. Let's just yeah, not let, get sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole be another the, subject let, right let's there. Get up, but <laughs>
0: they gotta stop doing that. The so wine though, I got I got brokenhearted. I was you know trying to figure out my my path in life. Yeah. And I was I was in my internship right into like I was talking to him. He was on house arrest and shit. I'm like, bro, come on now. Like <laughs> I'm trying to take off and you're trying to keep me stagnant. Yeah. And I kind of told him like I didn't want to talk to him no more.
1: And so you out the breaking hearts too?
0: Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. He was a tourist too. That's how I know like tourists are stubborn as shit when they you get messed You mess with bro. the
1: bull, you get the horns.
0: <laughs> so it was like I was messed up. I'm like, damn, I kinda wanna go back. So it was like twenty four hours later. I was like, I didn't really mean that. Bro, yeah. why my message never delivered? No. The nigga blocked me. <laughs>
1: oh man.
0: And I said, bro, I just left. Bro, that mean blocked me everything. So I would go to the lake.
1: I've been there before.
0: I would go sit in my car. right? You know where La Rabita is? Yeah. I would go sit behind there in the back of the hospital at the lake, look at the water, and I would just drink my barefoot and shit, and I would be on my laptop. Just,
1: Moscato barefoot? Yeah,
0: or pink Moscato. Pink Moscato. Pink Moscato was really my fave. So I just sit there, and I used to write shit out. Like, I would just express myself. Yeah. Because like, I just felt like, I, I didn't like talking to people. I don't like telling people. Nah, like I talk to everybody. I talk? Nah, I talk to everybody on their podcasts and shit in the yeah, world. Yeah. But it's like I didn't like telling people my business. So I would just write it out on notes and shit on my laptop.
1: Did that help a lot?
0: It did. So once, like, one day, I was just sitting there and I'm like, this nigga ain't fucking answering my call. Like, he really got me fucking blocked. It's like day fucking five. Like,
1: oh, damn, you got a time clock. I'm
0: like, nigga, yo,
1: <laughs> Like, oh, you thought this shit was a game?
0: Yeah, you know, I was trying to come back in.
1: Yeah, I know, but you over here playing games too, though. You waiting on the dog to fucking go Teg- bite the bone. <laughs>
2: nigga,
0: was like, you want house arrest shit? You nigga, you can give me a minute. Let me get a little break. I really only needed like a little day, you know. I really just didn't want to be in the house that night. I really was trying to go outside with my friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's usually what it is. So
0: I was like, I shouldn't have did that. And it's like, now that I'm growing up and I see that. But I was like, damn, I'm steady fucking spending $10 on two bottles of fucking wine. And I'm like, if I really want to do this the right way, because I was broke. Remember, my, I quit my job. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mom was taking care of me to be an intern. So I was like, damn.
1: Pay attention, young ladies.
0: You know? It was like, damn, what am I finna do with this money shit? Because in real life. If radio, I don't get a job after this internship, yeah. where am I gonna go? <laughs> so I was like, I can't keep getting drunk for free. My grandpa, he always made sure I had gas in my car and extra money on the side. He Shout out to Abuelita. He never knew, he hates that I drink because he used to be alcoholic.
1: Yeah, my Abuelita he, too.
0: And he fucking hates it. But he always knew that he was funding my alcohol problem. <laughs> 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 like, I would come home drunk and he'd be like, shh, be quiet. What the fuck? Call him my Cursing this nigga out on the phone. <laughs> I'm coming in the house leaving this nigga voicemails. Hey, like, Shah, Brianna, that we- yo, go to sleep. It's oh late. hell no. Nah. So after a while, That's I was like, great. I need to figure out a way to make tequila. And then I started doing my research at the lake. And tequila was like, tequila was expensive as fuck. <laughs> and I was like, and you ain't got no rich parents now.
1: Yeah, tequila was supposed to like it's probably it's a big process because you got to tear up like a whole bunch of ground, the dig, the plant the aguaves and all. I was all of that. Joe Rogan was talking about on his podcast.
0: Unless you go through a private, you know, distributor, like yeah, you start your own private label. Even to start a private label, it's expensive. So I was like, damn, I'm not even 21 year. Ain't nobody going to take me fucking serious. <laughs> I'm in a pinch of business. I didn't. Even, this bitch just want to get drunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wanted to make your own wine so you could drink so you could for drink free. And then, no, I
0: wanted to make my own tequila.
1: Oh, own tequila. Yeah. So, so I bought the right shit today, huh? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I really like Anejo Don Julio, hmm. if not uh, Corralejo. I like Corralejo, too. But Casamigos, it's, they nice. They're not a good one, but they nice. Why? But after that, I was like, "Shit, I'm broke. I can't do no tequila." And I'm like, "Bitch, why are you talking about tequila? You ain't got no money to buy no tequila." Bitch, do wine. You drinking wine right now? And I'm like, I'm sitting here drunk off wine. <laughs> this wine business came because I was tipsy off wine. And I'm like, I started looking at the back of the bottle. I'm like, that's all the fuck you need. Sulfites and, this and yeah. shit. Like, damn, I probably can make this shit in the basement. So I'm like. Okay, let me start researching some shit. So I started researching vineyards. So I would go, like, out. I was, like, 20. I didn't even turn 21 yet. I would go out to different vineyards, and I was like, yo, can I do a wine taster? None of these motherfuckers asked for my IDs. So I'm like, okay, it's a good thing. They don't give a fuck that I'm not 21 yet. Yeah, yeah.
1: they're just trying to sell their product anyway, market
0: exactly. the product. But these ain't even, this was before Cooper Hawk even became Cooper Hawk. So it was like, I'm sitting there with these people. All They all were Italian or white. And they're all were men. And I'm like, shit. It ain't no women in this fucking industry. Yeah, yeah. And none of them are gonna understand my story because they're gonna be like, bitch, you're a fucking player. Like, yeah. bitch, I don't give a fuck about you being heartbroken. And I'm like, all right, I gotta figure this out. I went to like three, four distributors and I'm like, I don't like these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I don't like they vibe. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm at home. Yeah, yeah. I don't like this. So when I figured out that I was going to have to become a private wine label because I don't have time to actually go buy no fucking land, <laughs> make grapes. Yeah, yeah. I don't have time for that, and That's I don't have money for that. That's just a whole process, too. It is. So what I did was I started researching like how to actually make a private wine label. So I didn't even know what a private wine label was. So a private wine label is basically where you have a distributor who actually funds your wine. Well, not funds it, but uh, provides your wine, and you just buy it from them but you actually make it so you're making it with them you're doing the whole process with them but your label is private so you're private yeah you're a private company so my label is a private wine label so basically it's cheaper it's more i think it's better honestly if you're not a person who likes a lot of fucking work (laughs) i don't like to work hard yeah i like to hardly work yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah like so live. when I figured it out about you know doing a private wine label, I never looked into tequila again, because I realized wine was on the rise. I seen like so many wineries like becoming known. So many people actually want to go to wineries for their birthdays and shit. Everything people are into wine tastings now. They when social media started popping, that was real TikToks. Everybody wants to drink wine. Everybody wants to do the click click click. They don't even know what the fuck they clicking. Yeah, like, it's just
1: different kind of wines.
0: That's it. So, like, when I, I got speak,
1: some bosses at work that got, are like pining, like, uh, what the hell is it? Wall Street Wine Club or some shit? Wall Street Journal Wine Club. And they get oh, like a hundred and something Box. dollars. Yeah. And they get paid. They yeah. get like a whole case of different shit. A wine club.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wine club. So, I have a wine club as well. So, once I figured out. For your company? Yeah. So, once I figured out everything, it was like you have to have the right distributor in any business you want to go into.
1: First, give a shout-out to your wine business.
0: I would never. Oh, to my wine business. Yeah, wine business, your business. It's Blessar La Beauté. Shout-out to my wine company. It means Hurt Beauty in English. Okay, Hurt Beauty in English. So it's Blessar La
1: Beauté. Blesard La Beauté. What'd you say?
0: Blessar.
2: Blesard La La. Beauté. Beauté. It's French.
1: French. Yes. That was was actually a language I I actually got sitting at home on Rosetta Stone and just never used
2: it
0: yeah, it means her beauty. So I was her... So you're a French major too? No. No? Okay. Well, I was Googling that shit. My bad, dog. And Google was my best friend. <laughs> do not you understand That's my it? best friend. <laughs> if I was your best friend, I want you around. No, Google was my best friend with everything. I would just sit on in the car because I couldn't be in my mom's house. So I moved back in with my mom. So I'm, I left from the east side. Yeah. I, I moved out of my little apartment and shit. And I was like, just come back home, focus on the internship. I'm like, bro, I can't be in this house, bro. I got four other siblings. You got a fucking husband. And my, we th- lives here too? Shit. <laughs> there was so many of us in the house. So it's like I never had a peace of mind. So I would, the, the lake was just my best friend. I would always go get in the car and just sit there. So when I figured out, like, this is what I need to do and this is how I'm going to do it, that's what I did. So all of my savings that I had, I invested it into my wine company. And it was like, you have to think of a unique name. At this time, when I was thinking of my name, yeah, Classe Azul was pop, popping like real, real hard, and I'm like, damn, like they like it because of the bottle and the fucking name. Yeah, I'm like, that's the marketing. Because I was reading his story, the the owner of that, that shit is nasty as fuck. <laughs> the bottle that it was in before, nobody ever bought it. The new bottle that he has, that blue and white shit, yeah. The marketing sold that, sold the fuck out of it. And it's still the Just same. Co- it's the same, same alcohol, tequila. Right? Nasty as fuck. Just a different design. Different design. Better
1: marketing. That's all it takes.
0: And I was like, it's the name. Mm-hmm. I was like, the name is going to want people to know. Like, you know, people like you yeah, barefoot. But they're going to be like, damn, what the fuck is? Blessed? How do there? That sounds like some good-ass expensive wine. But it's reasonable.
1: And then you're going to tap into the women out there in the culture with the broken hearts. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then on the back of each bottle, we have a hotline. So it's a hotline number. So when I was drinking my wine, I would always call that motherfucker to see if I was unblocked. <laughs> my ex. And I was not unblocked. So I would fucking leave voicemails. And he used to want to be a rapper. I used to be like, once we got cool, we did eventually get cool. Like, don't use my fucking voice on those songs and shit. Because I done left you a couple of voicemails, you know, when we were going through that shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't want that. Because if one day you use my voice for that shit, like, let's say he blow tomorrow and he be the next little baby. I'm looking like a fucking goofy. Yeah. Like, Nigga and next
1: on, on somebody's album.
0: You know, it's like, I don't want to be like that. And it's like, I want to find a different way for women and men too, because it's like, when you, at the time, it wasn't just an ex either. I was still dealing with toxic parents, toxic fucking family members. Like, yeah. It was so much shit that I didn't know how to get off and I didn't have anybody to talk to. So it was like, who, he was really my go to to talk to about this shit, you know? And yeah. It's like, when you lose that one person, who do you really talk to? So. When I figured that out, that's when I added the hotline numbers on the back of my wine bottles. Because it's like they give you each. So it's like seven numbers. So each number you can hit whatever you're going through. Each emotion, whatever it is you need, career advice, financial advice, love advice, whatever, toxic parent advice. Each number is advice for something. And it's going to be me talking. So I feel like it gave my listeners women, men, everybody who actually needs people in their life because we would really, one, either can't afford the therapy that we really need or we really just don't want to because our pride is there. Yeah. So it's like, why not just do it in your car? Do it when you're in the bathroom, do it when you're in a fucking tub. I don't fucking know. So this.
1: what is it, like, just voices? Like, are yeah, you just, you're just talking to them?
0: Yeah, so... It usually goes, you know, if you want or if you need financial advice because, you know, life is tough, you're going through a hard time, you fucking broke, and you're probably going to get put the fuck out your house. Yeah. You know, press through, Because in real life, I don't damn near been evicted. I know how I feel. Yeah. You know, I had a good support system where I didn't have to go through that. But everybody doesn't. Sometimes you really just need that push or you just need that word to help you actually get through that night. Yeah. Whether if it's just going to get you through the night, you never know. Like, one word can really talk somebody off of a ledge. So it's like I'm that one. 100%. So yeah. That's what the hotline numbers are for. So we're getting actually new labels and stuff. So everything, that's why we're sold. One, we're sold out. So kudos hey, to congratulations. We're always selling out. That's a good thing. I actually went up in demand. Like I actually went up in quantity this past relaunch. And it took a total of three months to sell out. Yeah. So it was a good, It's a. it turned out good because we usually sell out because I wasn't, my demand, it was high, but I wasn't bringing in enough. And I was like, I don't want to keep having them wait for, like, restocks. And yeah. shit. I just want to keep the shit going. So I kept it going. But still, like, this next batch is coming up soon. So it's not a long wait, like, three months. It's literally a month. But how it was before, I'm getting better now. Yeah. So I see that the demand steps, is constantly coming up. Yeah, so I'm just learning. But they love it. I love it. It gets you where you need to be. <laughs> it gets me where I need to be. Yeah. And I don't have to buy, you know, barefoot and shit no more.
1: <laughs> That's what's up. So how long you been doing the wine business?
0: Same time is radio. So I started in twenty twenty, so it's been a total of two years.
1: No shit. Yeah. Fucking way to go get it, man. You yeah, know, got to. That's what's that's what's up. I'm trying to be
0: out here like these motherfucking Bill Gates and
1: Bezos and shit. You so know what I'm talking about? Gotta, gotta build be. wealth. Build wealth. Not to be rich, to build wealth. Do you have any financial education? You talking about like you remember how you, you said your parents was like ain't buying no new car, no it's a fucking that shit. Yeah, you so know. Like, I still ride a fucking cash car right now. Like, that's good. I paid $4,000 for this motherfucker in 2016. That bitch still riding.
2: That's
1: all you need. <laughs> Any advice? And I'm about to take it back to Atlanta to, on Sunday. I'm driving that oh, bitch you, to Atlanta. Oh, you pushing it? No, hell no. I'm for real. I'm dead ass. We got faith around here. 249,000. Oh, shit. <laughs>
2: you,
0: got, you got AAA? Mm hmm. Oh, okay, that's all that
1: fucking matter. Man, we got that. everything. Believe that, sweetheart. We're getting there. <laughs> if we need to. Well. If Betty White get dropped off at the service and get picked up <laughs> later on, you know what I'm saying? Some advice We done did this shit before. <laughs>
0: Trust me. You ain't gotta tell me. I know. But um some advice for people though, financial advice, would it be to live in your means? Don't try to fit in with the Joneses and shit. It's not worth it. The Jones is not where it's at. It's not. It's fucking not. Go with the fucking Pedros and fucking bills. Go
1: build some rockets, motherfucker.
0: Something. It's not it. Um, I, you talking about cars and shit? I literally, I just had an O two Trailblazer. Like I just, I just finally got rid go, of it. I just like of my baby. Yeah, but it was because before that I had a a Buick, another Buick. I paid the car note off Boy, and everything. You got to
1: reward yourself. Once you tomorrow.
0: do. So I after that, that car it it was some bullshit with my license, so they took my car away. Yeah. So I was like, fuck my mom. My mom always keep cars, so she's like, you could just take the fucking Trailblazer. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I didn't give a fuck. Them motherfucker had a sunroof, heated seats, new transmission. Winning. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> that shit got you packed. Intense. Intense. Yeah. That's all that matters. That said, shit
1: got you back and forth, right? Literally. That's was, all that-
0: only thing I wish it was, I wish it was SS, but it wasn't. I was you know, I was being a little picky. But I was fine with that, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, 100%. It was clean. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ride this bitch until I can't ride it no more. And I could not ride it no more this past, like, four months. I was like, shit, my baby going down on me. And my mom's like. It's just that time you're growing, you're getting more bookings. You need something more reliable because you know I don't have to get O2 sensors fixed and all kinds of water pumps. Something. What? But I think honestly, it's just actually live in your means first. Um, unless you really have to get Cardinals and if you have to move out of your mom's house,
2: shit like that, you didn't do it. Yeah. But if
0: you don't, actually stay within your means because it's gonna help you save so much fucking money. Like. My mom taught me like you really have to stay in your budget. You're never supposed to go above it, even when you feel like you're about to go above it, or when you want that quarter, you bring yeah. it down just a little, because you don't want to ever overwhelm yourself with fucking financial problems. Like that's so many people die because of stress. Like I know so many young people yeah. that are stressed the fuck out because of financial problems.
1: Well, because they get that, they get that. Right, they get that credit line. They're like, "Yeah, nah, I get to they go want buy that this. Bins. they want I to the go get this. Gu- yeah, this they Gucci ch- bag to go no. buy this. Go. Like, dog."
0: Nah. I don't. Let me tell you something. Me and my best friend. My best friend, she's thirty. I'm twenty five. I met her when I was twenty one. Yeah. She she's straight now. Mm-hmm. You know? When I was when I needed shit for certain events, Gucci bags, you know, she like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not finna tell you to go buy a three thousand dollar bag, and I got it right here. Yeah. If she knew that I needed it for a certain event. She didn't give a fuck. She throwing it in my way because she knew that I was I was still young and I wasn't in a financial situation to do those type of things. But I'm building myself in this radio industry, so you have to look the look. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like you have to really. That's kind of
1: crazy too, right? That to just keep up with the culture, like you, you have, have to, to. You have to, and especially what you do, right? You get you're in the limelight. People know who you are. You're you radio personality, so people already mad See, this is crazy how society thinks of you. They already think you already got this glamour and this Man. this lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So you really got to kind of like, it kind of sucks, though. But, I mean, at the same time, you're still building your own brand. As long as you be true to yourself and don't, don't fake the funk, you know what I'm saying? everything. shit.
0: And that's, that's, like, one of the biggest things I'm going to say to people. Anybody listening, like, do not live above your means.
1: So uh, you, you said you're a big activist for, like, mental health, too. Yes. So like speaking on that like how do you deal with like some of the comments or anything like that that you deal with as far as like people giving or bashing you in any kind of way like how I know how cuz I get it so it's just like I just like to hear other people's like you don't let it get to you right cuz mm-hmm. don't let it get to you I'm going to tell you that first off and oh. don't don't read them cuz it, it just gets that inside voice em. do you I read them Do you?
0: Yeah. I I think I read them because I used to say this when I was growing up. Yeah. I, me and my mom, we used to get into it, or like me and my my grandma and stuff. I used to be like, "You not supposed to say no shit like that to me, and I'm your daughter." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why you calling me a bitch? Or like, you know, why why you think that I'm gonna fail in life? You know? Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm 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 your family. Yeah. So, I used to say that a lot growing up, and I used to think like that shit only came from outside people, but when I got it growing up from other people on the inside, I think that's when it built me. Yeah. Like, you're gonna get this shit no matter who it is, so I read them like I read all of the comments like. Well, kudos
1: for you for breaking through that chain of. Yeah. You know, helping others uh, help you yeah. helping other flourish now. You know.
0: You know. Now they're like, oh my god, I love you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But, but.
0: I don't. I don't feed into it because like I know who I am. That's why I say, like, social media, it fuck with your mind if you let it. Yeah. yeah. But I read everything. I, I'm i literally nine times out of ten going through my DMs sometimes to see, like, what fucking goofy he in here. Give <laughs> <Like, I> me <remember laughs> some funny shit in my DMs. And I use it for content, too, for my shows and stuff.
1: Man, let me see. <laughs> I'll put
0: it away. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> but
1: I'm I, like, damn, dog, why <laughs> I see you in my girl shit? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you be so surprised My brothers used to do that On the podcast They'd go through And shit be like Yo What the fuck These niggas do uh, and I'd be, You see
1: That's crazy So how do you deal With that though As like I I don't know if, Like some women Don't accept it Some women accept it Or flattering Or feel like uh, I you know accept saying? it Yeah okay I accept it Like Whole, like, I'm a bad bitch. I deserve this, isn't it? Like,
2: no, my praise, think, my praise. I
0: don't think I deserve it because I'd be looking at someone like, look in the mirror before you fucking DM me because yeah. that shit rude as fuck. Yeah. But <laughs> i feel like, you know what? Me and you don't make sense. But I, I let you have it because. Yeah, yeah. I look at everybody's aspect of life, so I'm big on mental health because you never know what someone's going through. Yeah. yeah. People suffer from so so many shit. things. So much shit so that they, they don't did. talk about. That my dad, yeah. he really was the light. And it's like, you can't be mad at people who don't look at, as attractive. Yeah. Because you know, they may, you never know what the situation. Yeah. So I don't judge anyone, and the DMs that come through, I do look at them like, "Yo, what the fuck? You a negative one? <laughs> and I get a fucking million. Yeah. And it's like, well, come on now. Yeah. But I don't judge it. I'm so nice to everybody. Like, I'm going to let you know from the jump, you're not going to get a date with me. But thank you for supporting me and my brand. I appreciate it. Well, I'm married anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot your shot if that was one of them. (laughs) But no, seriously, I tell them all the time, though, like, thank you for supporting and everything because... I, I feel like my presence, I'm keeping some of them on their strings. Like, some there's this one guy who joins my live all the time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you can tell when someone's flirting with you. But he talks about, like, how sometimes he has suicidal thoughts. Mm. And yeah. it rubs me. Like, I really don't like talking about it on my live with yeah. him. But, like, I'll ask, like, how are you doing? Are you okay? You know, because I can see it. And it's like when he DMs me, you everybody's not trying to fucking talk to you, ladies. Let me tell you that, okay? <laughs> some people actually research and know what you do behind. Some people actually listen to podcasts. Some people actually get to know your interviews because if you Google Bria Banks, all my interviews come up because yeah. most of the time it's in the description. Yeah. So most of my interviews, you know, I tell people about certain things. So they're, some people come to my page because – they know I promote mental health. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to shut him out because I don't know him. Could Just because I got 20,000 motherfucking followers. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm still going to see, like, what, you know. I Still see, human. I see you crying for help on my live. Yeah. What's wrong, you know? So I do that. And he joins faithfully. Every time when he joins, I know, like, I'm keeping you here. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I know that that suicidal thought didn't take over you because you joined my live, And that makes me feel better. Because yeah. it's like, I'm saving a life. That's some scary shit.
1: Man, that, you know, it's crazy as hell that uh, Clubhouse thing when COVID oh, went around. Jesus. That shit went crazy for like one time I was in a room, right? And this is when it first popped off. It was like in this shit. So I was, my homeboy was like, man, get in this shit. They're talking this and woo networking, whatever. I did meet a lot of people, don't get me wrong. I networked with a lot of people through that shit in the beginning. But I just got bored with it. I just left it, you know what I'm saying? That shit was just overwhelming. Like, Where is it at now? Yeah, yeah. I don't know Where what the is fuck is going on. But at the front, at the meantime, when it first came out, like the people were, I was really, Crazy. F- I connected with people too, through the city though. Don't don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it was just like, man, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? like
0: some weird <laughs> <still> <laughs> shit. Yeah. They, they be fucking demonic on there. Man. And that's why like when, when celebrities start, one thing I don't fuck with, when celebrities start joining shit, I back the fuck away. They be in some other shit. Yeah, I ain't some selling, weird ass shit, I right? I ain't with that shit. Not right now. <laughs> probably not devil. <laughs> okay, I love my. You see what Kanye just said? Uh. uh How hey, he sacrifices mom? He admitted to that shit. Did he? Yeah. You see it? Uh. Uh-uh. uh you, you gotta find. Uh, it's on TMZ. Uh,
1: no shit. That's not. Nah, I think. See, I don't know.
0: He admitted to sacrifice. He. He was. I'm not gonna lie. If something happened to him. I do believe it's gonna be because of you know the situation that. He's, he's bringing to light. He's gonna bring that shit to the light, and.
1: But they say, they say, 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 but look, there's, there's been stories of this though uh, for, for a long time in the culture of hip hop industry but about who's people. It,
0: who's ever admitted it though?
1: Nobody ever oh, brought it to the exactly. light.
0: Exactly.
1: And everybody that said that's presumed. Man, we might get off for talking for this shit though. I don't even fucking around. But that's why they got rid of Nip. You know what I'm saying? Supposedly exactly. Nip all You think about like, because you know, supposedly him and Nick Cannon was working on a that big shit. documentary yeah. about Dr. CB and everything like that. So like,
0: and that's y'all don't think that's why Nick can't having all these kids?
1: Man, that's what I'm saying.
0: Make it make sense. Everybody keeps saying he's sick. It's a reason behind. Yeah, hell shit. yeah. Like There's Kanye, a purpose. Kanye just said that though recently.
1: That's why I told my wife I want to have more he, uh, kids. Uh,
0: he joining? Uh, he joining now? NBA.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh him too? NBA, I don't trust. Oh uh, Kyrie. Crazy. Oh Kyrie. Yeah.
1: Man. The how they how they see this is crazy. See I get attacked for this Even talking about this shit But fuck it Like we just But anyway But like fucking It's pretty crazy oh. the, the the shit oh. that Kanye's bringing to life And it's yeah. like People ain't even really Paying attention to him They're just at like all. bashing him They
2: think he's crazy
1: Yeah like you can't be a free thinker And have a philo- You can't be having a philosopher Look at all the great thinkers In the Dang. beginning of time Like he's Like Leonardo Di- uh, You know what I'm saying Da Vinci just You know really Michael a- Di- Yeah DiCaprio Di- 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 <laughs> Michelangelo <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like You know what I'm saying The 16th chapel All these great thinkers Albert Einstein, Isaac Newton, so like he's considered himself to be one of those great thinkers, and why not? You have that right to be a great thinker, a genius, if he feels that way. Who says that he's not? That the society a, co- a cancel culture? Cancel culture for
0: sure, <laughs> but no, definitely Kanye. He's.
1: I didn't know like about too. the the sacrifices the mom thing yeah. though.
0: It's been, it's been going on on social media. Yeah. Um, I try to keep up with everything because I do, I do know that. One, the people, the, the woman he was married to, I love her to death. Like, I grew up idolizing her. Who? Kim Kardashian. Kimmy? People used to be like, why? And I was like, I don't know. It's like, Kimmy used to be like this. She was a boss bitch to me. And it's like, everybody be like, why is All right, that let me such a whore to this. Let me
1: hear Let me hear why she's a boss bitch All right. from your so perception.
0: in my eyes, she had her own shit, for real. Like even though her dad, who was who he was, yeah, her, yeah. mom, her mom was smart as fuck. Let's say that. Her mom still smart. Marketing, as fuck. marketing. Man, genius. So, Chris, growing so up.
1: Kardashian, get at me. Yeah, <laughs> growing up. I'm married though, so you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can wear skims. <laughs> but no, growing up, I really would look at Kim and I was like, damn. Once she's a Libra. Yeah. And I was like, I know, okay. We got that confidence. That that thing. That's how I knew like it was a Libra thing. Like we have this big ass burst of confidence. But when the sex tank came out, I didn't really give a fuck about it because it was like in real life that was they were they were together.
1: That shit was marketed though.
0: Exactly. So when everybody like caught like labeled her as this whore
1: And if you gotta thank anybody, you gotta thank Ray J. Because exactly. the celebrity news that the, the celebrity attention.
0: But but I didn't like the label that they labeled her. I labeled her as a boss bitch, because in real life, you really got put on, yeah, because you know who you were dating at the time. But in real life, you didn't just stop there. You kept that shit going. Yeah, bro, this this lady is a fucking millionaire. She
1: made a fucking she made her own brand out of Kardashian name brand. Yeah, brands.
0: TV shows. Who the fuck else should know do that for real? Can you? Can you tell me somebody else who actually made a porno and has everything that Kim Kardashian? Has?
1: Well, it came, it came, it came oh, from man. the daddy's name though.
0: Exactly. Not
1: just but it came it from wasn't. the, it came from Ray J and the daddy's name that saved OJ. Yeah, but it's not. Just
0: it wasn't OJ. that. Yes, OJ, Come on, OJ. you got to think
1: about the whole thing. The whole thing, culture, the, the lawyer thing, and okay. Ray J. The lawyer being, thing, because yeah. that's the only reason why the, the culture collided, because of the the the, the blackness. The, no 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 not say that. the blackness oj's not black what is OJ? that's what that's what he said what's oj i'm not black i'm oj <laughs>
0: but no seriously okay back to me why i looked up to her i loved how she moved yeah, yeah it was like her actual appearance her how she would step into a room and you knew that that was kim kardashian hundred percent like that's that bitch.
1: Yeah, she she took over That's like her. the whole Hollywood scene. Exactly. Ever since the Kardashian. This, this
0: the bitch with the, the range. I would when she first got her first range over, I knew Kim got that. That was my best friend. <laughs> I, you couldn't <laughs> tell me Kim was my bitch. So I was like, when I seen like Kim is just like well, I, said, I was probably like maybe fifteen. Yeah. Probably younger than that. I don't fucking know. But I'm looking at Kim Kardashian like you have so much impact right now, and you're so young. At the time, she was maybe in her twenties. Yeah. So it was like you have so much impact, and you get so much negative backlash. Yeah. And I think that was another reason why mental health, where it comes in, she never let that shit affect her for. Her. Like yeah. her, her. Do you family, think so though?
1: I her, think she probably if really. She,
0: if she did, she never let it show. Because Chris
1: was there to, to guide her through.
0: The support system. That's where that comes in. At. That That that, that, that keep that it talking, together. That that yep. word shit communication. That word Talking people off ledges. Mm-hmm. Always need that on the backside. It's where all this shit And can you
1: imagine out. being her though? Being traveled, being paparazzi every day, like
0: talking about, you know
1: shit that's going on.
0: Scared to have kids. X, Y, and Z. Like, you gotta think about everything that she really went through. And when I see as shit played out for her, yeah, I seen like, yo, this is some shit that really some people will let break the break them the fuck down. Yeah. Like this shit actually can take somebody out of this. For her not to let that control her whole life, even though she... Her support system, that's why support systems are good. But she didn't let that shit take over her. Bro, she... Some people I know, they let one little thing stop them. Yeah. One little thing.
1: One little hiccup. One thing. Well, that's because of the people that always have everything given to them. though. They never but, experienced failure.
0: But, that's not true. They had failure. The Dash store failed as fuck. They, they always had money, let's say that. But... They didn't have, they didn't always have success. No. Everything didn't prosper. It was grind. It was grinding. Exactly. But it
1: propelled from that moment on, though.
0: Yeah, it's supposed Uh, to. That's that's where you
1: don't take, that's where you got to take advantage.
0: If you don't have, if you have that platform and you fuck it up, that's why I say like white, nobody white. If, if you, if you're white (laughs) and you fucking fuck up your privilege, that's your fault.
1: What is white, though? It's a color.
0: White privilege.
1: It's a color. Why, 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 why do we, I know. Yeah, that's true. Don't get me wrong.
0: Yeah. You know That's
1: it's a hundred percent true. There there's different shit it's been proven yeah. as far as people getting pulled over, incarcerated, all this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm gonna talk about this now. Go ahead, I'm listening. Okay, now Kanye West talking about things about bringing light about the Jewish people, how they run the world, right? And there's been conversation with Jewish label owners of the music industry. Talking to other people and talking about how they market the culture to feed their family. Yeah, you know, so you got to think about the ones that they are marketing. As far as like pushing the 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 sound waves to our children, our youth that are hearing this, mm-hmm. that are watching, because we are products of our environment. That now. is
2: true.
1: You got to pay attention. That's what true. we do, we're gonna, our kids are going to emulate. That is very true. What we show them. You talked about the things that we did, we seen in family parties. Yeah. That but now true. now we're giving them a frequency to listen to at a young age to that they are utilizing. Now come look look what comes with it now. You got the this drug selling. You got these young young brothers and sisters out here doing this and that, you know what right. I'm saying? And it comes from idolizing their favorite rappers mm-hmm. and the ones that you know, it sucks to talk about this, but this is the Kanye shit cuz he talked about it on the um Drink champs. He talking about the first thing. he, oh, I'm a fuck your bitch. I'm gonna kill this. You know what I'm saying? And you think about that, but, and he, he's telling truth because they're thinking about it. If they're, they're killing our generations for years to come. Yeah. If you think about it, that's why they don't, they want to keep us where they want to keep us. That's why we got the ghettos. That's why it all started because they control and it, it gets deep and people don't. See, I'm a free thinker, too, and I understand Kanye as a a personal fan, as a fan and as a a thinker, because I'm a fucking thinker, you know, and I break shit down. You got to idolize everything like we talked about races, about playing around with people, you know, we joking around bullshitting, But this is real life. He's bringing like real life fucking facts to world to the world that nobody was ever really just trying to overstep that boundary before. You know what I'm saying? Like, never really. People talked about it. There was rumors. And now, now he's at this platform. Now he's got everybody listening. Now hes he, is he just saying it's just to say it? Or is it true? Now now you got that concept going through people's minds.
0: It's true, though. If, if anybody thinks that it's not true, do you think it's true? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm not involved in the industry to know if it's true or not, to make be make, making deals. Technically, you are. I am. You are. How?
0: This right here this this brings more this brings more attention to people making deals for real. when you think about it when you when before you sign a deal yeah they're gonna look at you they're gonna research you you're gonna come up before I blow up one day and become yeah. the wendy the the Steve harvey the Ellen they're gonna look into me before I become that so guess who they're gonna come back to oh shit she did a motherfucking podcast with cushion coffee yeah listen to that shit what he think what does he think about what she say? How how does his opinion? That's how, how it he breaks he, down, though. Exactly. So technically, everyone we cross in our life is going to be a part of us, and if whether we flop or whether we, you know, whatever happens to us in our career, everyone's connected. One hundred percent. We're all connected. Passing so literally. light. Literally. So. You know, if I f if I if I fuck <laughs> up one day in life, I'm sorry, right? I'm I'm saying I'm sorry right now. So if they say some shit, you know, cause like it's some shit I be wanting to say sometimes and I do say but, it. But
1: what see, that's the thing too, though. How can we how can we restrict ourselves to have a conversation? I if we can't have a conversation, then we ain't gonna never get nothing resolved.
0: We know that so that's
1: what they're trying to restrict from us now like as far as like freedom of think like man people freedom of speech, freedom of speech is a big our liberties are slowly yeah. and you right. see it in the african community like african-american community it's people are getting slaughtered in the street by the cops always i'm sorry but I'm, i hate to say it so bluntly always. but it's true, it's true you know what i'm saying and it's like the most incarcerated people are black and uh, black and brown people yep. you know what i'm saying And the you see like man some of the stories I heard too. There's a couple of people on my podcast that came on, and just basically described. uh, Actually, Thrida, shout out Thrida. She talked about how she was she went to like a a Jewish school, Mm -hmm. and 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 she literally said um, one of the Jewish kids asked her like, "What does babies cry like? Are black babies cry like?" And at first she was like she was like 14 years old so she didn't know how to take it, you know what I'm saying cuz she didn't know how to process it. But at, later on as she cuz she got Arthur, so you could you probably check her out too. Bring her on your pop. She's got a book called You Matter and it's basically about telling little girls her feelings matter, your thoughts matter, you know, you matter. It's a cool little book, you can look it up. It's called You Matter. Check it out. But um yeah, and she just talked about how like that shit affected her. Like she didn't understand at the time, but it's just like you know what I'm saying, the shit that goes on in real life that affected us as what we go through at school. Like you said, you fought through school. So like I'm pretty sure it determined who you are today.
0: Definitely did. I think that when you actually think about what you go through in life, it's gonna it's gonna play out good in your story. Yeah. So don't ever feel like anybody, listen. Don't ever feel like your story not important. Kanye got a good ass story. <laughs> we just we we seen the scripted version of the documentary, did you it? Yeah, that? yeah, I watched the documentary. We seen the scripted version, but never be afraid to tell your story. Like right now, I'm not going to tell y'all the full story. Yeah. I can go in depth into shit. Yeah, 100%. Yet, you know?
1: You said that for your bio, uh, biography, documentary, biography. Yeah. It's gonna good book.
0: Up. Y'all gonna know why I went to jail one day, yeah. <laughs> like Glorilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I love her. I slept on for so many years and she waited. until
1: Yeah, I, I actually watched her shit uh, after she started blowing up. I l- watched like I flicked back all the way to damn. the beginning, and I was like, damn, she was hot back then. Like yeah. it was and just, it's just like- that. It wasn't In the, time. The, the culture got, and grab it. The girls, the the females. Shout out to the females because you made glow for real. I ain't gonna lie because y'all felt that shit. I know. And people try to argue with me. I was like, bro, she already went ran with it and won because Man. she got the girls behind. She got the females behind it, bro, and the culture behind it with the females. Uh, what the fuck? What's it? Fuck nigga free, right? Yeah. That's, that's boy. And that once once that shit happened, it's like. You know what I'm saying the culture, the girl behind. It, I told my homeboy, he's like, man, it's, it's not always about the culture. I said, yes, it is, bro. She ran went, went with once the girls, once the ladies got a hold of that shit, bro. Who wasn't out bumping that shit on a Sunday night or a Saturday night with their girls? To, turned up. Outside. Wind-
2: to Chicago sometime.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Light, Blasting that shit.
0: Twerking on a goddamn head, like, cause man, it wasn't even like it was f enough for me. Yeah. And what's so crazy? Remember the guy who blocked me that made me. Sound yeah, yeah, illegal? yeah. yeah. He sent me that song. Did he really? And that's how, that's how I found out about Gloria. He was like, this song remind me of you. I'm not finna listen to that ratchet ass shit. That's what I say. And I listened to it, I'm like, fuck, that was me. That's, <laughs> the,
2: that's the reason why we not together, because I was trying to go be effing <laughs>
0: up. I went outside trying to twerk on headlights with my friend. I done lost your ass. I yeah. Said, now I don't give a fuck no more. You know, it's like, I tried, I apologize, I did what I had to do. But ladies, do not... Once they show that they they content on their decision because you hurt their feelings, let that shit go. Especially if they're Taurus, those tourists <laughs> man. When I tell you they gonna make you regret that shit till you can't regret it no more. And it's like shit. After well, I don't regret it no more. It's like. Shit, I needed some, I needed some amount of time outside time. Nigga, I wanted to go outside, and you yeah. wanted to be on house arrest, and I didn't want to be a down ass street bitch, ride or die, whatever the fuck y'all want to call them. <laughs> listen, ladies, don't keep riding, riding, riding till you can't ride no more because it's, it's not worth it. Jump the fuck chase off. your fucking dreams. Chase your dreams, live your life, be young. Yeah. like be fucking. That's one thing I can say. Like I have so many friends.
1: She has so many friends.
0: So many f- No, I didn't say so. <laughs> I already finished that sentence. That's, that's, I'm I sorry. Have, that's a, that's a song. That's
1: I, a song. I, yeah. oh. <laughs> that's a song.
0: Okay, I need that song. But I have so many friends who are like between 21 and 25. Yeah. They have more than one kid. I have no kids. And I can have kids, okay? So before anybody says she can't have kids, I can have them. Yeah. I choose not to keep them. It's my decision. Ladies, and don't let nobody steer you away from your decision, especially if it's not your time. If it's not your time, it's not your time. If you have, don't have kids because they think it's going to be cute for the gender reveal, don't yeah. have kids because of the baby shower, and don't have kids because you're just thinking about somebody else's opinion. Have kids when you're ready, your right time, your right person. Think about it. If you, if, if you got one doubt about the person, do what you got to do. That's all <laughs> I'm a say. Do what you got to do, and I'm going to leave that right there. Because, honestly, be young. Everybody said we turned 25 that's your that, shit, that shit halfway mark before you get old because it's almost five years from thirty. That's what everybody used to tell me.
1: Oh, I'm thirty eight.
0: Whew. fuck.
1: I'm doing my thing still. Yeah, I'm you know, in my you prime. don't look like it, you know. <laughs> still living your life. Hell yeah, doing love what I love. it alone.
0: You know, still look young, stay healthy. Keep yeah, hundred percent. Wait, if you can, I tell everybody. I say, know.
1: I say, thirty five years old. Yeah, is probably a good that's age. That's the Yeah, to have good kids, like to have kids. So like, I think about it now, like I like I had my last one. I was like, damn, I'll be like 50-something, 50 54. And I'm like, man, like, that's still a good age. Like 54, i I'm still be able to run around. But I know family members that died, so I got to think about yeah. health is wealth. You know what I'm saying?
0: That'd be the crazy part. Yeah. But another thing I say to people, you never know what your journey's supposed to be.
2: No. You don't. It's already so, written for us.
0: Exactly. My sister right now, she's 20. She's pregnant with her first kid no college. I love it enough. Yeah. The job she working, gas station.
2: Mm.
0: I love it enough. Mhm. I'm older than her by 5 years. I I did everything the society's right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. College. You know, the way to marriage. She's doing, you know, everything the wrong way right now according to society. Yeah. You know, my mom's still supporting her, doing everything, you know, like she would do me. But when you see how things are, just wait, if you can. 100%. But don't let anyone tell you that what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong, because it's your journey. She might be made out to be a mom. That's her path. She, her journey might not be fame. Yeah. Her journey might not, because my sister, she, she smokes. Yeah. She a fucking weed head. <laughs> her journey might be to be that mom. Yeah. yeah. So if you feel like, you know, that's your journey, go for it. But if it's not, actually go for what you really want to go for. Because my journey, I ain't trying to be in a motherfucking house with no motherfucking kids. (laughs) 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 I'm trying to be on the headlights, turning on the red lights. I'm trying to be in Bali. I'm trying to be motherfucking Turks and Caicos. I don't have time. No
1: Nick Cannon's today, huh? They, they, gotta go. <laughs> they gotta go. They gotta go.
0: They gotta go. So, ladies, just remember what I tell you all: stay focused. Look, focus on your dreams, your goals. If your goal is to be a mom, or if you Keisha Cole once said this: if your goal in life, I fuck is, with Keisha. If your goal in life is love, pay attention.
1: real, oh. say it
0: again. If your goal in life is love, if your goal in life is
1: love, pay attention.
0: Pay attention. Pay the fuck attention. Well, so I'm Lee.
1: Thank you for coming on. <laughs> you want to leave us out with your soundbite?
0: And do. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see what I'm gonna say. <laughs> edit all this
1: out. No, nah, we keeping this. <laughs> I'm
0: talking about edit all this crazy. <laughs> Who edit this? You? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's get. it. All right.
1: checking it out with that too the, the no more love
0: ew period alright all right, let's get it and I'm signing out it's your Sunday baddie Bria Banks from Power 92 check me out every Sunday 2 to 6 p.m. and 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. on Power 92 each and every Sunday I tell all my listeners stay blessed not stressed out of mess and not depressed the baddie Bria Banks is out right here on Cushion Coffee
1: yeah oh fire man appreciate you coming on one more time give your wine information for them that don't know where we're finding at, so they can find it
0: you all can find my IG at the real Bria Banks Bria is spelled B-R-I-A-H if you click that link in my bio it's gonna take you to the IG of the page it's Blesar Labite I always spell it out but honey <laughs> a little lot. so just go to my Instagram and you can click the link in the bio or you can just click the Instagram in the bio as well it tell you who the owner is so you're gonna click it right there blessar uh, La bite.
1: sure man go get, tap in with her go check her out support power 92 Zone. You way more Appreciate you more. It's then your I boy like J. Banner, man Brother, like, the yeah, Coffee Podcast We out
0: See that shit like He just get the letting people reveal their true colors And like they real self like, Then the crazy part about it Is you really be fucking with folks Then It be crazy Like you be fucked up When they really have to, You really have to say back to their ass yeah. We was solid as a rock, we about to pay but about that hit the custom hoes. It was fucked The world with deal but now I'm just like fuck them hoes. Catch one of them bitches, now no doubt I probably up that hoe And it really makes me mad because I really love them hoes. We ain't even fall out, we just don't talk what the decent about. Now you hanging with the hoes And so we be talking shit about. Stop fucking with that nigga, dink, got up on that weird shit, but I ain't even say nothing because you probably say I'm weird, bitch. I always put on for my bitch, I used to wear my friend's shirt. Swear to God, I feel it in my body With my friend hurt. So mean to hold and switch the on me i'm starting to hate the framework calling me that shit is like the white folks in the n-word on god and it just be real shit no